106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. And it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. Ken Rackley with me today from Toon Tech. Larry Younger answering phones as always. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. You know, it's a, I would, even though it's cloudy, it's a great morning. It's not bad. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Nice I, out. You know, yeah. No, not yeah. raining yet. 65 degrees. We got, need a little rain, by the way, got, so I'm not, yeah, we're not complaining. Got sprinkled on a little bit this morning. We'll but, take it. You know, that's fine. That's right. Yeah, exactly. We'll I, take it. It doesn't bother me a bit. Lines yeah. are open. 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Don't forget the text line. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Question of the day. Favorite sound from a car? So I was reminded of this last week when we were at the car show out at uh, Laprino's. Uh, it was a great car show, by the way, so everybody that came by and said hi, we appreciate it very much. What's your favorite sound from a car? Could be exhaust. If so, what type of muffler? Do you like loud? Do you like quiet? Is it a diesel? Is it an engine roar? I mean, wh- what is it? What's your favorite car sound? 303-477-5600. Speaking of car shows, we will be live again next week out at the, uh, it used to be called Jeffco Airport. It's no longer that. It's Rocky Mountain Metro Airport up in Broomfield. It's easy to find. Just get up north and look for the tower, and <laughs> you'll find it. The commemorative Air Force Mile High Wing is putting on the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. The Car Corral is going to be sponsored by the Collector Car Council of Colorado, who's actually the ones inviting us out, so we appreciate that. And and Dick, thanks for having us out. We appreciate it very much. Uh, the gates will open next week at 8. They'll run the show till about 2. And there's some more uh, info and things that we'll put up on the website, too, that you need to know about. Just go to drive-radio.com, find all the information there. But we'll have a lot of fun, and I think the weather, from what I'm seeing, will be a little different than today. So it's a good good week to take a skip here. Right. Yeah, nice. Take, take a break. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I might make it up there anyway. Well, if you do, <laughs> you know? come by, say yeah. hi. We'll throw you on air as well. So yeah. uh, it's kind of uh, our neck of the woods up there. And, and uh, Ken was kind enough to switch around today. We actually had Josh from Legacy up in Boulder scheduled for today, and we did some swapping around. Josh's birthday was a couple of days ago. So, Josh, happy birthday if you're listening, and hope yeah. you're having a great birthday weekend. Yeah, well, and John got that all figured out because I'm a lot closer to here yes, than I would be to Broomfield. Yeah, exactly. It's going to work out, out great. Yep. So, yeah, so those of you that are out and about next weekend, please stop by. And this is one of those shows, too, where they're going to have some World War II aircraft. There'll be some vintage military vehicles. A uh, there be the, uh, by the way, the uh, Vietnam Helicopter Pilots Museum is also there. Will be open and so on. So nice. it'll it'll be a great that's time. That's really cool. It'll yeah, be a lot of fun. So yeah, that'd be neat to see. Coming out and say hi again. Lines open 303-477-5600. Jerry and Greeley, you're next, sir. John, um, I ran the key fob for my 2019 F-150 through the washing machine, and. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if I did any harm or not. I um, 
when I popped the cover off the battery case, it, there's a little O-ring in there that seemed to have sealed it fairly well. Good. But I, um, I, I blew, blew everything I could out as well as I could with compressed air, and then I, um, I got as aggressive as I dared with a heat gun to maybe vaporize any moisture that might have been in there. Um, and I've been using it for a couple of weeks, and it seems okay, but I'm, I'm wondering if I need to live in dread fear that something's going to corrode. No. And- nah. No, if it works. And- yeah, if there was, and you didn't see any moisture inside when you popped it apart. Yeah, the only moisture I saw really was um, on the face where the, the push buttons are, kind of around the edges of those. And okay. I think... Uh, anyway, and I'm assuming, Jerry, probably in your pants pocket when it went through the wash? Exactly. And I and real quick, not that, well, it does matter. What kind of washing machine? Is it, a, is it the front load washer or top load? A top load. Top load. So it's got a little more water in it that way versus, but even those, the, the, the newer, higher efficiency ones don't have near the water and they used to either. Yeah. Well, and, and the top load has probably less, you know, there's no, tum- not as much Correct. tumbling in True. the washer. So, you know, so it might Didn't have probably less. Did, my point is, I don't know if there's yeah. as much water on it as you were, I, right. I doubt if it just sat in water is my point. Right. Yeah, exactly. Just during the wash cycle. Well, so. I've. Yeah, I actually realized what I had done, you know, mid-cycle, so I, I oh, good. shut it down, dug it good, out. Good, good, good. It, it was immersed, but... Yeah. Um, and then just immediately put it in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. I think you're fine, I, Jerry. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't lose but, the sleep over it. Yeah, I mean, in electronics, I mean, if it, if it were to fail, it would be already failed, I would think. You know, if you've been using it, I would... Agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay, I mean, well, that's... That's reassuring. I was worried about long-term corrosion that something might. Yeah. It was if it fell in salt water or something like that, I'd be a little more concerned. But no, I I wouldn't yeah. lose any sleep. I over mean, it. you might want to pop it open in a couple of months and just see if there's anything. But there's probably not. So yeah, I yeah I I can't. And you know, the only place really, Jerry, that I could see even getting corrosion would be where the battery contacts are, and that'd be easy just to pop it open and check those and right. see if there's anything weird going on there. And, I doubt very seriously if you're going to have any issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But do this? Um, I'm I'm real new to key fobs. I've I've only recently been using those, and as opposed to the just old metal keys. But do I understand correctly? There's a transmitter in there that even if the um, well, if the battery dies, the the truck's not going to start, no matter what. Right, li- likely, yeah. And now, do you have a metal key that you turn the ignition, or is it a push button? It's yeah, it's it's a metal key. So oh, okay, all right. So yeah, I mean, there probably is a security system in that. I would imagine. Well, not a hundred percent sure, but I was wondering about um, carrying just a backup key blade. You know, just strictly the the metal part itself without the the electronics, but I. No, you need the electronics with it, so yeah. that's not going to help you. And and I wouldn't worry about that so much because the car will give you a notice if your battery's going low or something like that. It'll say, you know, battery at 30% or something. So, I, yeah, I wouldn't be super concerned with I, – I mean – I wouldn't either. <laughs> just me. I mean, I don't. I, I don't – I'm no. not concerned with a backup or anything like that. And those little coin batteries, Jerry, kind of rule of thumb about every – I don't know, three years or so, put a new one in it and call it good. Yeah. Okay. You won't have any issues. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you, gentlemen. You're welcome. You Jerry, as always, thank you. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Dave Hart, 
Roofmax, who's one of our great sponsors as well, just uh, texted in and said he had an oil change done over at Ken's place, Tuntech Automotive, Automotive, and he said it's the only oil change he's had done that did not have oily fingerprints inside the truck when he got it back. Huh. So good job, Ken. Well, thanks. Thank you. Of course, I didn't do it, but, you good. know. Well, my, still, good uh, job. Our shop did. Good job. Yeah, that's great. So well, there thank you, you go. so much, Dave. So, Dave, thanks yeah. for that. We yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, it was good that. meeting him, yeah. He's exactly. a great guy. So, yeah. and, and if you guys need any roof work done whatsoever, he's got a rejuvenation project, uh, rejuvenation product that works out fabulous, RoofMax. And, yeah, I cannot say enough about Dave Hart. If you need anything done roof-wise, give him a call. And that includes some of you guys listening that have commercial roofs as well. So Dave's got some some ways where he can even recoat a, a metal roof and do some things like that that work out fabulous. So it does not have to be your house is my point. You can actually get him to come out and look at pretty much any roof you've got. And, He'd love to take care of you. So RoofMax, again, just find everything you've got. We've got uh, sponsor-wise. Just go to drive-radio.com. It's all right there. All right, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Any questions you've got for us, we'll answer one thing, and I've been trying to get this squeezed in for several weeks now, and I'm we are going to answer since Ken's here today, and this is right up his alley. We're going to talk about scan tools, and somebody asked me to speak about that several weeks ago actually in the middle of the show and we just with all the things we've had going on the last couple of weeks with the remote and different things like that we have not had a time to get to it so ken and i will discuss that and kind of give you guys an idea of you know if you're looking for something as a at-home use what do you buy we'll talk about some of that as soon as we come back as well so stay tuned drive radio we'll be right back klz 560 home values are rising 8 10 and 13 percent in some areas trying to buy it but keep missing Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a low rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298191. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. 
At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. PR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. You need to talk to Al Smith now before you hit the age of required minimum distributions because you could pay no taxes on that income as long as you know what to do. You don't want to be in a situation where you get surprised by required minimum distributions. Suddenly you're forced to withdraw a portion of your IRA and now you have a hefty tax bill to pay on that new income. Al Smith will show you how to make a qualified charitable distribution so you can pass that money along to a good cause instead of paying a big chunk of it in taxes. Golden Eagle Financial will help you create a tax-efficient retirement so you can choose where your money goes instead of letting the government decide. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation with Al Smith now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive. We appreciate all of you listening. And today would be a great day to call in, by the way. Next week we'll be on remote again out at the Rocky Mountain uh, Airport. There's a car show going on up there next weekend. It is the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. So we'll be up there at the old Jeffco. I used to I still call it Jeffco. I know it's the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport now or something. I still always right. Call it, it is Jeffco. Yeah, I grew up with it that way. That's and, what, you know, yeah, changed five years ago. It's still the same. That's what it is for yeah. me. So yeah, anyway, exactly. so we'll, we'll be up there next week. Doesn't mean we can't take phone calls when we're out on remote, but typically it's always easier for us to do those and roll through them today uh, as we're here. So if you've got any questions for us at all, 303-477-5600. The text line three zero seven. 282222 as well. Send us a text message or call in. We'll get you taken care of. But let's, well, we've got a minute here or so. Ken, let's talk about scan tools because what I got as an email was not sure if you guys will have time in this Saturday show. And again, this is a few weeks ago. But it'd be great if you could discuss scan tools, OBD2 scan tools. I've been borrowing one for years and want to buy a decent one for around 250 to 350, typically work on Fords and need to clear an occasional code here and there. Would like something that works on 99, or sorry, 1990 to current years, which that's now OBD1. So that's yeah. a, it, some will be backwards compatible, but not all. And then he also wants most brands of cars. Here's what he's looking at. You ready for this? Okay. The Autel MaxLink ML619, the Actron CP9175, 
CarScan Pro Model 5610. Uh, there's a launch CRP123E. And I need, I, I see some need batteries and some don't. Just need to make an educated purchase. Hmm. Okay. Thoughts? You know, I mean, you're not going to have anything that does today's and and back in the 90s. No. I mean, you just you just won't. You have to get something that's going to be, and especially in that price range. Right. For for 250 bucks. So Good point. I believe the. I bought the Autel to keep in my trunk. <laughs> I, I've, for some reason, um, I had a feeling you were going to say that because that would be typically my choice. Just knowing what they do on yeah. the professional side of the fence, and if they can take a little bit of that technology and move it down into this homeowner's use, exactly. it's got to be a decent tool. Yeah, you know, and it's updatable. So, okay. you know, I, I've had it for about three or four years now, and I've probably used it, you know, 15 times or something like that. I mean, I... I try not to do anything on the weekends, right. yeah, you know, me too. but I'm like you, yeah. but you know, if one of the daughters comes over or a neighbor, Hey, my light came on, you know, I'd like to know what it is. So, right. and a code reader, I'm not going to waste money on that. So. And that one, by the way, you can buy at most places for around a hundred dollars. So that's actually a pretty inexpensive handheld to Ken's point, you know, scan tool. If you're just looking to get some of the basics out of it, um, it it's there. Now, any one of these, what do I want to call it, uh, handheld uh, uh, homeowner-type uses, and, and do-it-yourself maybe is a better way to say it, do-it-yourself uses, yeah. are going to have limitations. So really what you need to do, too, each, each of you that are thinking about buying a scan tool to have around you know, the house or have around your, your garage, you really need to look at the types of things you're going to be doing because, again, right. each one of them is going to have limit. And what do I mean by that? Some will look at the TPMS side of the fence. Some won't. Some are going to be limited even to the amount of information that comes out of the tool itself. Some are going to give you a code only. Uh, some will give you some direct readings. It just depends on the unit. And in a way, you guys really need to look at the particular product that you need and then buy accordingly. Is that the right way to say yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean... It it, yeah, what are you going to be doing with it and things like that? And see what they cover because, yeah, like you said, everyone is different. And, you know, TPMS is not something that I have on, on mine at home. Right. And just because I, if right. that's a problem, I right. – yeah. And, and real but, quick, uh, real quick, uh, Larry, are we having phone issues? Is, do I need to let folks know that we're having some phone issues? I believe – Charlie, are we having some phone issues? I think we are. Okay. For those of you that are listening – and are continuing, you know, to call in. We're, we're having to reboot our system here, so everybody, hang tight. We'll get these things rebooted. We'll get you on air. And I apologize. Looks like we've been struggling with this here for just a few minutes. So those of you that have been trying to call in, it's not Larry. It's not anything you're doing. It's us and the system here. Uh, Charlie is rebooting the system as we speak. So we'll get you in and get you, uh, you know, screened and handled here very, very shortly. So. Don't go anywhere. We're, we're still here. We'll take those calls in a moment. It will take us about five minutes or so to get everything rebooted and back up and running. So hang tight. We're rebooting the main system in the control room here now. That's what Charlie's doing. So hang tight. We'll get you guys taken care of here momentarily. So uh, we'll continue on, though, Ken. Sorry. Just, yeah. I just want to let people know oh, that if they're sure. trying to call in, that's what's going on. No, so makes there you sense. Go. Yeah. And, yeah, so what 
I mean, pretty much on any of the vehicles, you need to get into the the body control uh, and, and and will they uh, will all the handle will all of the DIY ones do that? Will they no. do the different modules? Right? No, they won't. Okay, I, I don't believe they will. Okay, um, mine will get into some. You know, I mean, I can't get into the the OnStar, the uh, stuff that I don't care about anyway. Right. But, but you know, you kind of need to do that research. And and what kind of information are you looking for? And do you know how to interpret that information? Good point. You know, I mean, it, you have an oxygen sensor code. Well, do you know that you need to go in and look at those oxygen sensors, look at your fuel trims, look at all these different things to, you know, make a good um, – a, a good, a wise choice on what you're going to need. Correct. You know, I mean, if you spend $3,000, you're going to be pretty much covered, but you're not going to need near what you that's yeah, going to yeah, cover. You, yeah, the majority of individuals, unless you're a, you know, do-it-yourself or that's, you know, working on some neighbor's cars and things like that, right. which, by the way, I would highly suggest you don't do <laughs> right. liability-wise and so on. I would yeah. not go down that path. Right. Uh, yeah. In, if Again, you need to look at your vehicle's, what do you actually need? Yeah. What information are you trying to pull? So on and so forth. Uh, I have one. I was going to take a picture of it before I came. I have one at home that we've had kicking around the shop for, you know, my home shop for a little while that actually works pretty darn well. It will pull out the, you know, lion's share of information you need to try to figure out, you know, what's going on. Do I have something that's more in-depth that I need to get a full scan tool out and right. really, you know, delve into this? But it'll give you the, enough of the basics. Yeah that it can pretty much tell you at least what direction to head. And I think for most people, that's really about all you need. Right, exactly. And That's my take. That would be where I stand, too, because, you know, like, I don't know. The one I bought is, a, you know, it's it's not a Bluetooth or anything. And there's probably a lot more out there that, you there know, There is. And, and again, I don't know that you really, you know, for what you're going to be doing on a one-off check, yeah. I don't really think you need all of the Bluetooth side of it right, either. Exactly. Just yeah. plug the cord in and go. It Not a big faster. issue. It's faster. You don't have you know, communication issues, things like that. It's just quicker and yeah, just I agree. overall easier. I yeah. agree. And the one I bought, I mean, it's it's pretty – I mean, it, it covers the chassis codes. It covers, you know, the information that I need. Does it cover – I don't think I can pull up wheel speed sensors uh, – individually and you know and if that's the case well i probably need to go to work and grab the one from work exactly <laughs> so exactly but yeah and yeah i mean in that price range there's a lot there is know, a the, lot there there's is a, a ton lot actually out there that and they cover quite a bit they you know, do the, the launch and the autel are probably, probably my what, two choices right mine too right yeah exactly. i think the one i have at home is a launch actually but anyways yeah. it doesn't and, matter they they both will do what you exactly. need to do and all the other names that he mentioned they could be good too i just, I just don't have know no the names yeah, yeah i don't either exactly i mean launch and autel both have a presence in the automotive world in the professional yeah. side of the fence is I think what Ken and I are trying to yeah. say not saying the others are bad we just know the other two because they've got higher end tools in their lineup and what I like about that is as I said earlier given the fact that you know Autel for example they actually are a company that builds a lot of stuff for us in the aftermarket and even builds some of the OEM tools that the dealerships have so they've got access to info that no offense the average person you know the average company out there doing a quote unquote code reader is not going to have. Right. That's my point. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
where yeah. I think that's where it puts their product a little bit further ahead than the rest. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break here, guys. We are looking at rebooting the phones as we speak, so everybody hang tight. I'll keep you abreast as to how that's going and when we can get back up and running. For now, if you call in and get a busy signal or something, you'll know exactly why. But we are getting things rebooted and trying to figure out why we don't have phones right now. Uh, again, you know the number, 303-477-5600. We'll try to get things rebooted and get right back at it. So don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise. They charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe a known Nissan failure they have seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick, experienced problem-solving. klzradio.com extreme. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You need more comfortable temperatures in your home now, not six months from now. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has air conditioning units in stock ready to install. Worldwide production shortages of raw materials and electric parts have caused delays for HVAC manufacturers. To give you an example, one local distributor placed an order in January that finally arrived a couple of weeks ago, six months later. Delays like this in the supply chain give local family-owned companies another chance to prove themselves. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air rises above the competition by displaying prompt professionalism in every area of their business. Their parts guy, a retired Marine, stays on top of orders, maintaining good relationships with suppliers. Thanks to their reputation for reliability, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air continues to offer 24-hour service seven days a week. Call or text now for an AC install and get what you called for. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. 
Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, and looks like we've got our phones back up, folks. So if you want to try calling us, we'll do our best to make this work. 303-477-5600, that's studio line, 303-477-5600. A workaround, too, for any of you listening that would uh, like to, you can text us, 307-200-8222. Again, that number, 307-200-8222. And we can answer those questions via text message as well. But give us a call. We'll try to get this worked out and uh, see if we can actually get you up on air and, and uh, answer calls that way as well, because that's what we do on Saturdays. So 303-477-5600. One thing, too, Ken and I may do if we have enough time here is work through what type of other shop tools you know some of you do it yourself or should have around the house, because there are you know multitudes of tools. Some are very valuable and some maybe not so, but as Ken and I were looking through the break at all these different uh, scanners, I guess you could call them, and that's what they call them even on, online when you go to look these up. I don't call them scanners because they're not a full scan tool, but they give you a limited amount of information, yeah. and in some cases more than others. But I'll tell you, folks, for under $200, wow. you don't even need to spend the 350 bucks. It was in, you know, our, tech, you know, our email uh, guy was asking about. Yeah. Uh, you can literally get a lot of value for the money in this area for right. $200 or less. One, and the one I purchased, I, I think I paid about 250 for it. And I, it says I purchased it in January of 17. It's now $35. Wow. $35. $35? Yeah. 35 bucks. Okay. Yeah, I mean... It looks a little different, but it sounds like it still does the same stuff. All right. For some of you that just called in, too, I know a lot of you call at one time. Larry is screening calls right now. Those of you that just called in, he will take your call in a moment, so hang tight. He'll screen those up. I just put those on hold for you guys so that it would help him out. So we'll uh, do that here in just one moment. So, again, those of you that have called in, I'll put you on hold, and Larry will will uh, find out exactly what you got going on, screen you up, and we'll take your call here in just one moment as well. Yeah, the prices of the – and by the way, this is the advantage of capitalism. It's the advantage of competition. And when we get more people building these things, it automatically drives the the price down. A lot of the R&D gets done on the front side. In the case of Autel, they've got all that R&D from really us, the OEM, and so on. They then can take that information and pass that on down into the tools that you guys would buy as individuals. So, all right, Gil is up next. Gil, welcome. How are you, sir? Oh, this is Joe. Uh, Joe, Joe, how are you, sir? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. Thanks for calling, man. Hey, got a question. I'm thinking about downsizing. I've been driving nothing but Durango's with the Hemi in it for the past 15 years. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about downsizing to uh, something a little smaller now that I don't have the ranch anymore. 
Uh, and I've got a question. I'm looking at these some of these cars, like the Subaru Ascent. You know, they got a 2.4 liter turbo. They're squeezing 260 horsepower. Yes. Versus a Telluride or uh, an Explorer that are using a V6. Right. I've always been leery of those tur- little t- t- uh, 2.4 liter four cylinders that they push that much horsepower concerned about reliability and longevity because you can take that Hemi and get a quarter million miles out of it. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on those little 2.4 turbos? The Boxer engines and the Subarus are good engines. They are much better now than they ever have been, I'll be honest. At one time, they were still a good engine, but they had oil leaks and some head gasket issues and so on. And they, they really, though, have worked all of that out, and they actually work very well. The downside to the Subaru product, and I'm sorry, Subaru, that I have to say this, but the majority of Subarus, Joe, you got to be really specific because most of them are using a CVT transmission, which is not my favorite. Right. That was that was my other concern. Yeah. But, uh, you know, apples and apples, uh, if you took, like, say, a Telluride that has a 3.8 liter 6, I just have to assume that that's going to, for the same speed and, and power, is going to run slower and cooler than a 2.4 liter turbo and that it would last. Both direct injection engines, so not yeah. necessarily. You know, and I mean, just some of the Subarus we've seen recently, uh, even some of the newer ones, we've seen a big oil consumption problem. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, we're talking two or three quarts between changes, right? And which is just unacceptable in today's. I agree. In today's. Well, market. and I think, but doesn't even the uh, the Honda Pilot use a two point four? I uh, think purple. you're. I think you're correct think in you're that. Right yes, and, yeah. they, and, they, yeah. and again, they've got them working extremely well. And a lot of the yeah. manufacturers are going to that smaller engine. With you know, they're pushing either a, a single turbo or a dual turbo, depending upon the vehicle itself and how they've configured it, Joe. And they're pumping them way up. To your point. Now, the other thing to consider is every one of the new direct injection engines is going to require some different maintenance than what you've been doing. On the Hemi, the Telluride, especially that one, is extremely prone for carbon buildup if you do not do that EPR at each oil change with the 44K and the MOA. And the Telluride's about the same size as a Durango, right? It's not much smaller, Joe. Right. Well, it's the it's the same size, but instead of a, a 5.8 Hemi, you're Correct. looking at a 3.8. 3. Correct. Yeah. And you know, gas mileage, you know, I think uh, three four miles per gallon better. Uh, so you know, it's a lighter car with a smaller engine. Uh, you know, I may I may go to a two row a two row car instead of a three row car, but uh, I was just you know, and as I'm looking at the Ford Explorer, that's also got I think the 3.6 liter six. I was just right. leery about trying to squeeze that much horsepower out of such a small the, engine. The, the EcoBoost and the Fords, you know, they've got those pretty well refined now. Yeah. They work awfully good, and yeah. and they've had been around long enough. Actually, out of everybody that's doing that, they were kind of the pioneer in what you're talking about. Right. Really, they they really started that trend of. Let's take a smaller cubic inch engine, boost the power. smaller liter, boost yeah. it up with turbos, and away yeah. we go. And, and they've been doing that now for a while and have good success at it, Joe. Yeah. All right, so you wouldn't be concerned with longevity no. going to a, no. a 2.4, 2.6 no. liter 4. Okay. Uh, no. no, not at all. I, and, and that on the Subaru, I'm more concerned with the transmission than anything else. Especially when you're pumping that much horsepower That's into right. that transmission because it's probably no different than any of the other ones. It'll be there. the wink link in that one. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Yeah, but well, they were that was low down on my list, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and uh, as you know, way. Joe, that particular my sister just went through this, and that that market, as you know, I mean, every single manufacturer has not one but multiple products in that line, so it really makes that decision making process <laughs> makes it a lot. It makes it yeah. difficult because yeah. there's a ton of choices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, I've been watching the uh, the premiums come down. I think I told you a month ago. 
one dealer was asking $7,500 over list for the low-end trim trim package. Mm. Now they're asking 4500 over list for the high-end trim package. And yeah. I've been looking. You can do one of these searches, you know, how many vehicles in uh-huh. within 50 miles. I've been watching. It went from 24 vehicles to 108 vehicles, yeah. like yeah. on the Telluride. Well, so, and, here, and by the way, here's a tip for everybody listening. My sister just did this yesterday. So she ordered, ordered a new Telluride from a dealer here locally and is going to buy it at a really great price because of the order. Yes, it's going to take some time to get in, but she's in no hurry. Joe, you aren't either. You've got a vehicle you're currently driving, so you could potentially make a deal with a dealer and order one and just wait and make a a much better deal than if it's on the lot. Wait six months or three months or whatever. Yeah, wait six months. And I'm watching this day by day. I'm looking at the inventory levels. Again, it's real easy just to search dealer inventory. You set a radius 25 or 50 miles. Uh First thing comes up, it tells you how many vehicles that that's right your search right and so for the past couple of days it's been over 100 it went from 22 vehicles to <laughs> over 100 vehicles and if it stays up there yeah uh, i think I'll yeah have if it stays up some of those prices will level out yeah. keep in mind the way those dealers work as well is is the dealer i'm not saying it's right the factory sites that tell you how many vehicles are coming in or are available i should say those also include sold orders, so you have to be a little careful with that Makes because sense. while they may have that many listed on the website, you could find two-thirds of them already sold, and it doesn't really help us. Right. Okay, well, I will Good. watch, and, and I'll Good continue point. to call, but I appreciate okay. the advice on the, uh, You're welcome, on the Joe. fours versus the sixes. All right, You're guys. welcome. And by the way, and if you need any help on that one, order one up here in Colorado. I'll give you the folks that did my sisters, and we'll make you a great deal if you decide to do that. All right, I might do that. It might um, be worth the, uh, worth the trip out. Well, let me know, okay? Back. All right, John. We'll All right, Joe. Next. Appreciate it very much, sir, as always. Let's go to, I think, Ray is up next. He's got a question on emissions. Ray, welcome. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, I've had a first-time issue at the uh, emissions station, and um, here's what I have. I have got a uh, 1999, 2000, oh, excuse me, 1999 Silverado with a 5.3. Okay. And my, my vehicle didn't pass because... Um, on the re- readiness monitors, my uh, I had two not readies, uh, right. one on the evaporative side and the other one, of course, on the on the oxygen gens- oxygen sensor side. So, okay. Now, I had just replaced the battery a couple of days yep. before. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's why you didn't pass. Yep. And so I haven't. Yeah. So I, I went ahead and yesterday I did that the readiness test. I took it up about you know twenty minutes up of the highway and then another half hour coming back. Uh-huh. Is that about all I need to worry about? Um, uh, no, no. I, I would drive that for probably. Uh, well, first things first. How much time do you have on your plates, emissions, and all of that before you expire? Well, unfortunately, my, my car's been in the body shop for like two months, so it's it it, it expires after today. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so you're out of your grace period. So you've got a uh, you've got a six sticker on it, and you're going to expire today. Okay. Well, and the reason I say that is that's probably not enough driving. I would normally probably put about a week's worth of driving under it before you actually took it back in. Luckily, it's already run the cat, so that's good because that seems to be the longest, but the O2s can take forever too, so... Yeah, and and the EVAP doesn't have to complete in order to get a passing test as long as the gas cap passes, so... Yeah. Yeah, but... um, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, all you could do, Ray, is take it down to the emission center on Monday and find out if they've ran or not. That's all you can do, right? Or and you know, and we can check that too. Or I mean, you know, I don't know where you're. Oh, you're in Arvada, or you're in Littleton. Littleton. So, I Genos mean, could check that. Yeah, Genos could check that just Make to sure see they've if they've ran. completed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it doesn't take much to inspect for that. So. No, easy. Just, uh, hook up to a scanner and see. That's if right. Yeah. That's right. You yeah. know, because honestly, you know. Uh, I did that uh, after I changed the battery, okay, for whatever reason, I had brake light issues, so a friend of mine, he's a mechanic, he had a, has a scanner, and he hooked up to it, and it communicated, and he checked, like, the brake light switch, and it was operable, and, and we ended up finding out that we had issues with the bulbs, sure. so I replaced those, but he was able to communicate, but that, this is for a different reason, though, right? That- Right. You need to go into the OBD uh, readiness monitors. It sounds like his scanner is probably able to do that. And just to make sure all the oxygen sent, it'll either say NA ready or uh, incomplete. So if it's NA, then it doesn't even have that uh, particular monitor. But if it says incomplete, that means it still needs to complete. And just driving makes them complete like that. And before you did the battery, before you did the, or, no, I guess the check engine light wasn't on before you did the battery. No, no, no check engine okay. lights. It's, Good. It yeah. had been sitting at this place for like a month and a half in, a, in the body shop. Oh, sure. And, you know, they just killed my battery. Gotcha. You know, it was six yeah. years old, so Makes sense. You know, I went ahead and put a new, yeah. new one in, a new yeah. interstate. And um, see, the car was fine, but I didn't drive it at all hardly till I went to emissions. Yeah. And so that was just such a surprise. Right. Yeah. And it okay. sounds like your friend scanner. Just go to the OBD or yeah, the readiness monitors and just see if they've all completed. And like I said, the EVAP is going to probably take the longest, and that doesn't have to complete in order to get your test done. So you, you're fine with if with that one if it's not complete. But as long as all the other ones have, you're good. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, one one other thing. Uh, I got a. I, it's got a quarter tank. I need to put some gas in it. Should I not fill it up? Um, or does that matter? Well, and a lot of. I'm on the dyno, so. Right. I'm running the dyno right now. Yeah. Um, so. You want to probably take it up because some of the monitors don't run if they're over three quarters or under a quarter. So some of the monitors only run between quarter and three quarters. So or and I don't know if the O2, it. yeah, get it up to you know three quarters or yeah. and then just drive it. But yeah, maybe don't fill it up. I mean, it's I doubt it's going to matter much. Hard to I'm say. Gonna, I'm going to put some miles on it today. I've got you know I'm going to try and put a hundred miles on it if you know whatever. But yeah. you know here's here's another thing uh, real quickly. I heard on the radio somewhere, I don't know where it was, that California just uh, said, basically, if you've got any kind of tune on your car. Yes, yeah, that's yep, true. They have been for a while. Yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. So if, it, if they, if they check. custom, any. Yeah, yeah. If the, the emission center, if they find out that it's got a custom tune, quote, unquote, that's been loaded into the computer itself, yes, they can deny you an emissions uh, verification. Okay, well, let me bring this up here. When I bought the truck years ago, okay, it had a Okay. So it does have a piggyback tune on it. Yeah. I've I've never had to mess with it, you know, because yeah. it's got 8.1 injectors. It won't change you know. anything as far as passing goes. You'll be okay right. with that. Yeah, as long as those monitors complete and you'll be fine. Um, yeah, as long as they complete, don't turn the light on. You're good. Yeah, you're fine. They yeah. won't care. Yeah, they don't. They they pop the hood. They don't. Yeah, they won't care. They won't care. Yeah. Well, they don't even pop the hood. 
Yeah, no, gonna you, say, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah they won't yeah, matter. You'll be fine. Yeah. It's such a sham. Okay, okay. gentlemen, thank you so very much. You're welcome, Ray. Thank you. Ron and Estes Park with an engine miss. Mike in Arvada with a car term question or comment. Hang tight. We'll come right back. We've got one line open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. As the inventor of windshield repair, Novus Auto Glass saves you money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at a repair by acting fast. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack irreparable. For KLZ listeners only, Novus will send you a packet of protective windshield stickers for free. Little pieces of specially designed tape to cover any chips or cracks as soon as they appear like a bandage for your glass. Request your free windshield patches now at klzradio.com forward slash glass. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. klzradio.com forward slash glass. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National the No Surprises Insurance Agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles. 
303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it very much. Ron and SS Park is next. Ron, what's going on? Hi, guys. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, I've, I've got an 07 town car with 110,000 miles on it. has run perfectly and over the last couple thousand miles developed a miss, a loss of power, and about a 30% drop in fuel economy. No check engine light, um, no code. Did put it on a code reader at uh, the parts store. No code, no engine light, no clue. Hmm. It just all of a sudden did this. No, about uh, started a couple thousand miles ago, and okay, I've added the BG44 to it and tried different fuels, you know, higher grade fuels. Uh, no ethanol fuels, all that, and I'm not getting much of a change in it. And I'm sorry, I missed what vehicle it was. Uh, 07 Town Car. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, and Fords do have a problem finding misfires for some reason. Some cars will turn the check engine light on right away, but Fords seem to sometimes not. Um, yeah, I really have to. And you say it runs really rough, like a misfire? Yeah, it's not horrible rough, but it's enough to make a significant drop in fuel economy. Yeah, okay. right. And hmm. and when it started, it, it just does it all the time. I mean, it, yeah, every time you yeah, drive, pretty it's much just, okay. Yeah, it was like I had put a bad tank of gas in it, but that okay. was not the case because I was driving all over three different states and it's a couple sure. thousand miles. Yeah. I mean, it's really going to take, yeah, to get it on a scanner and see yep. what the fuel trims are doing, what if there are any misfires being detected by the computer. I mean, we were talking about the scan tools earlier where we can actually monitor each cylinder, you know, as they're running and stuff. So it's that's what it's going to take, though, because if the computer's not picking it up, then there's definitely, you know, got to get in and actually do some research or do some diagnostic on it to see where the problem is coming from. If we have a mass airflow sensor that's given troubles or, I mean, there's just so many things that can cause that, even a stuck oxygen sensor. But typically on an 07, the computer should be smart enough to turn the light on, set a code or something like that. But obviously in this case, you it's know, not. depending on the sensor, it could right. be skewed enough to give troubles. And you said the power is really yeah. low too, right? Yeah, power's dropped off yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, somebody's going to have to do some diagnostics yeah. on it and figure out what's going on. I mean, experience-wise, I would almost think it's it's like a mass airflow sensor because that can skew a lot of different things, make it run lean. Well, make it <laughs> not give it enough fuel, but it has to add enough. I mean, it's. It, even though the fuel mileage has dropped, it, it loses power and everything like that, but it has to run a lot more fuel through it and just not enough to give it any power. But hard to say, yeah, but somebody's going to need to get it and get in and get some diagnostic on there to figure that out. Is that the, is that the kind of scan tool that uh, 
your average mechanic should have. Should. Yeah. If it's a good shop, yes. Yeah. And then the diagnostic ability to interpret that information and figure out why it's why it is doing what it's doing. How many miles are on it? Yeah. 110. Okay, so low miles. So, yeah. Yeah, my regular mechanic said, well, I can't do anything until I see that light come on or a code come up. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, somebody's going to need to see what those computer readings are actually showing and, yeah, go from there. I mean, and it could even be something like a a plugged catalytic converter, too, I mean, to cause power, and then you're giving it more gas to try to go, so that's burning more fuel, and I, there's yeah, <laughs> so many different things it could be, but, yeah, there's a lot of different different aspects that we have to see to know why it's doing that. Well, it's a scary thing because I don't want to get into the let's try swapping this part out situation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I mean, just, just get somebody diagnose it, Ron. Yeah. I mean, if there's, there are tests for testing back pressure. There's tests for, you know, testing right. certain sensors and things like that. And right. Yeah. just have to yep. have somebody that really knows what they're doing. For All right. Them. Ron, appreciate it very much. Let's move along. We got a couple calls to squeeze in here for the top of the hour. Mike, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Uh, morning, man. Morning. How we doing? Uh, yeah, not bad. Um, I had a long-term thing in the back of my mind. Uh, I'm not a gearhead that I love these uh, uh, car shows where they're uh, doing rest of mods uh-huh. and, you know, just throwing a modern power plant into an old body. Oh, yeah. I've always wondered, and I've never heard anybody explain, you know, one of the most popular ones, if you can get a hold of them, where they take the LS engines out of old vets or recent generation vets. What does the, the hell does the LS stand for? That's the newest, well, not the newest, but that's the next to newest version of the GM small block. Yeah, LS, hard to say what that stands for. I, I don't, it's just their I, designation, I right, don't know. exactly. One, oh. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, just, I, I, you know, I didn't know, I, I'm familiar with the old, you know, old mouse and, motor, and uh, rat motors, that designation, I can understand how that but I just never heard, yeah, if that actually LS stands for actually. I, I think just because it comes, LMS. you know, it's they're doing, you know, LS, LT. I, I think it's just the designation and where it's coming in the alphabetical order, to be honest with you. The, to me, that's that's where it's coming from. Well, and and if you look at GM, so their their RPO codes, their mm-hmm. every every. Thing they put on brakes, uh, right? You know, brake three-digit code, three-digit code. So, or a two-digit code, a SS. So, the Z seventy one is is a package that is an off-road package. Right. The the LT, the LT one, LT two, LT ZR one, ZR two. All those things right. are certain RPO codes. So that how the vehicle was manufactured with that particular product or with that particular option in the vehicle you know for example some of the some of the diesels are like an lly and and on we go so so i mike i don't think there's anything specific that ls stands for it's just their three to ken's point just their three-digit engine code yeah that's it okay 
Yeah. Okay, no, nothing yeah, special. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, we got to uh, run. Mike, I, thanks very much. I appreciate it. Warren, hang tight. We'll get you as soon as we come back at the top of the hour. So uh, I hope you can hold on through there. If not, hang up. We'll get you as soon as we come back. You can call us back at the top of the hour, whatever works for you. We will be right back, though. Myself, Ken Rackley. Larry Younger answering phones as well. Charlie Grimes. we got lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.